Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast, PGA Tour rescheduling news. We've got news. We've got events on the calendar for now. And to break it all down, we've assembled a great squad for today. So as we normally do, let's bring in Kyle Porter. Kyle, hey, buddy. Good morning. It's Masters Week with a question mark. It's usually it's it's Masters Week, and now it's it's Masters Question Mark Week. So yeah, I, I'm I'm I don't know how to feel about everything, but it was fun to have news stuff to talk about. It's great. Yeah, this is going to be fun. And also joining us, senior editor for PGAtour.com, Sean Martin. Welcome in, Sean. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Don't let my title deceive you. I probably know less than you think I do. <laughs> That's a great based introduction. On, for based yourself. on where you're at right now, I, I, it looks like you know nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> Recording uh, live from my closet. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, gentlemen, we've got news. Uh, that's something we haven't necessarily been able to say all that much recently, but, uh, the, the PGA tour, and I guess this is a joint statement from every governing body that there is out there. Uh, <laughs> right. I mean, this is crazy. Uh, basically giving us a little bit of what we can hope to expect for later in the year. So we'll talk through these, um, you know, kind of one by one here, but just to kind of brief this, uh, masters. Currently looking at November 9th to 15th. Let's start there. Okay, Kyle, uh, the Masters is going to hopefully, presumably played in November. Are all of the purists who want to see this in April just losing their minds right now? I hope so. I hope I hope <laughs> em, I hope Emelman is like it just in the fetal position because he's so angry. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. he he said April or bus a April or, you know, die. No, that's probably not the right. I mean, you right have to be happy. There's a Masters. That's what I'm saying. That's what I've been saying for the this entire time. It, it's the November thing is awesome. Like, if you're if it works out and if you're able to do it, you've got the you've got all the football stuff. You've got Masters right in the middle of it. We're gonna get a different course. I think that's gonna be pretty cool. We're gonna see it in the fall. I I'm just. I mean, you get two Masters within five months. I it. Move it there permanently. This is great. I'm I'm in. Yeah, Sean, that that to me, I think, is kind of you know, we're going to get to the schedule and the schedule is absolutely jacked. It's awesome. It's going to be back to back to back, assuming everything goes according to plan. But, yeah, now you're going to get uh, a, a master's in November of 2020, presumably, and a master's again in April of 2021. A tweet that I saw said, wow, Tiger's going to win his seventh master's just a few months after he wins his sixth. That's pretty incredible <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Very optimistic. Hold on, I'm uh, feverishly Googling Farmer's Almanac, Augusta, Georgia, to see what uh, <laughs> the weather is like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, I, I don't know. Like, it, I, I assume that it would I, be exactly the same as the Augusta. Like, the, the, like time stands still there. Weather doesn't matter there. They will figure it out. <laughs> I think uh, it's going to be very, very Zach Johnson 2007-esque. The average temperature that uh, November 15th, or the temperature on November 15th, 2019 was 46 degrees. 
Yeah. Uh, dew, dew point, in case you're wondering, was uh, 41.3 degrees. I don't know what that means, but we're bringing all the facts here. I was wondering about the dew point. Um, so this this is this is this is interesting because we've got it on the schedule. And I think Kyle, what what we've been, you know, when this all started and said, okay, the Masters is postponed. This was the event that we thought was most likely to happen at some point, not just be canceled, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and I think that, you know, st- even still, it's the furthest one out, right? So you look yeah. at. You look at PGA Championship in early August, and it's like, uh, that I don't know. Like, well, how's that going to go? But you look at the Masters in November, and even if you're pessimistic about everything else, you you kind of look at it and you're like, okay, like that that could actually that's actually like could happen, right? You know, and and so I think throughout all of this, that has been the event for whatever reason. It's at least appeared as if, as if that has been the most protected of of, of all the events, and I think that it's normal and reasonable that that's how this would all work out. But I think you have to give a lot of credit to, uh, Martin's people over there as well as, you know, all the other governing bodies, the USGA PGA of America, because it, you know, say whatever you want, but it, they came together and kind of all got together and figured all this stuff out. They protected the masters. They kept the right. I mean, they gave the PGA of America really kind of the, it's old slots with August and September and in the PGA championship and Ryder cup. And, I, I just I don't know I, I'm I'm I question everything else but I do think there's hope for the Masters. I think so too. The one casualty out of this, Sean, is the Open Championship. So originally slated for July 13th to the 19th at Royal St George's, uh, the announcement comes out that is canceled. And and I say canceled because we've been very careful about the words that we've used: postponed, rescheduled, canceled, all that good stuff. It seems like we're just not going to have an Open Championship this year, and it will be back at Royal St George's in 2021. That's crazy. Kyle and I were talking about it over the weekend, just how we're going to look back on this 10, 20, 50 years from now. And whenever you look back at historical lists and it mentions, you know, see past champions, then, oh, no tournament, World War One, no tournament, World War Two. Now it's going to be no tournament coronavirus. I mean, it's it's in that level of I mean, this has canceled a major golf tournament and golf obviously isn't a priority right now, but it's something that we're going to look back on in 50 years of like, Oh yeah, why was there no 2020 open championship? Oh, it was because of this global pandemic. And I think that just kind of shows not that we didn't know it already, but just shows just the wide ranging global impact of this thing. Yeah. Kyle, correct me if I'm wrong here. Cause I think you tweeted this out first major to be canceled since 1945. And what were the other reasons that the open championship was canceled? We mentioned war, but there was a, another little tidbit in there. So world war two canceled <laughs> six opens world war one, the great war canceled five opens. And then in 1871, young Tom Morris won the, they used to have a championship belt, uh, for winning the open and he won it three times in a row, 66. 68, 69, and then 70. That's 1870, not 1970. And 71, he wouldn't give it back. Or like he, he it's it's as if he just won it for life. Like it, if you go three in a row, you just get it forever, apparently. Yeah, and they 18, didn't play. It's the 18, yeah, the 1871 Open was canceled because there was no trophy. And then to, to, to pile on that, they make a trophy, which takes two years. I don't know why that's the case. And he comes Smelting back and wins it. Processes were slower back then. <laughs> <laughs> he wins it again in, 18, in 1872. So obviously we're going back to the Civil War, but you can throw COVID-19 on, on top of all that. 
that pesky young Tom Morris just taking his trophy and going home, not letting anybody else win. Could you imagine if like, okay, we lost the trophy or something. We're just not going to hold the event. Like we don't have anything to give you. We're just not having it. I am pretty sure that it was not young Tom not giving it back. It was that they just decided not to play. After three in a row, it was, what's the point of playing here, guys? Let's just not even bother. There you go. That might be the case as well. All right. So a couple other things about this uh, new schedule. So let's let's talk through some of the majors here. So U.S. Open at Wingsfoot moved from mid-June to September 14th to September 20th. And then they've reconfirmed the Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits the following week. So, Sean, think about this. In theory, we could have a U.S. Open in New York. And then those guys would fly straight to an American uh, hosted Ryder Cup. That seems to me like I'm I'm already like I'm I'm wait like I'm I'm dying for this. This sounds like it's going to be awesome. I'm very curious what they're going to do with all the just New York to Wisconsin flights. I hope we should get one big 747 we can all hop on. Uh, but I mean, it's going to be a crazy week. I mean, look even too before that the FedEx Cup playoffs and there's no break. Then there's a major right after the tour championship and then the Ryder Cup right after that. It's a crazy uh, week. I'm already kind of I mean, I'll be more than happy to get back to just work and normal work and normalcy. But at the same time, you you do look at it you're know, like that's going to be insane. Yeah, so, my the, my my wife looked at the schedule and said, well, I guess I'll see you at Christmas. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, look, I've got the next like four months to to build up to this. Like we have a we have a long runway. But yeah, the the fall is I mean, the U.S. Open and Ryder back to back. It's going to be awesome. But by the end of it, it's going to be like, oh, my gosh, like this is because they're both so intense. Like there's a reason that we have those spaced out over the course of five, six months. So here, here's something. If the tour championship is the week before the U.S. Open and the U.S. Open comes after the tour championship, it comes after or, or the tour championship comes before the U.S. Open and comes before the Masters. I guess those majors are not counting for FedEx Cup points. They're not going into the tour championship. Any insight on that, Sean? Or are we just like, we're going to figure it out as we go here? Well, when the commissioner and I had our morning conference call, we did not. I don't have any insight. Uh, I, I don't, because I'm going to guess there's going to be golf tournaments between September 27th and the Masters. Uh, I don't know if you have a double, you know, double major, uh, slot you know eight majors in the 2021 2022 <laughs> season which then we should just give give brooks kepka the 2022 fedex cup there's gonna be eight majors he'll just run away with it. uh i do not have any insight into that yeah this is where we kind of get creative and try to figure out what could potentially happen before they tell us what's going to happen so i yeah i don't know if they'll carve these majors out kyle or attack them on the next season no clue what's going to happen but as of right now golf is on on the calendar yeah, I think I think there's a lot of issues with qualification step, not just the FedEx Cup. But I mean, people are bringing this up. What what do you do about the Ryder Cup? What do you do about guys getting into both the 2020 Masters and the 2021 Masters? I, and look, like these are these are normally things that we pay a lot of attention to and give a lot of um, a, you know just media space to that are not going to be. They're they're like nobody cares as long as golf is back, right? Like that, <laughs> that's that's the big thing. And so I think that is it's it's definitely about the bigger picture right now. Can I give a very random take? Uh Andy Ogletree was scheduled this week to play with Tiger Woods in the Masters. Now not only has to wait till November to play with him, but I'm 
assuming unless they change the rules, is going to have to wait until November and stay amateur for that long to play Ooh. in the Masters. So that's a guy that, I mean, this has, like Kyle said, there are some wide-ranging just ramifications for all these things. And they're things that we don't necessarily worry about. We just want to get back to normal as quickly as possible, if that is possible. But, yeah, there's all kinds of little nitty-gritty qualification things and uh, that that happen or that it's a, I guess, snowball effect from this. Yeah, you just wonder if there's going to be just a bunch of like exemptions, right? Like, okay, we'll still let him play even though he's turned pro or something like that because <laughs> we are so completely out of what we know and what is usual that we might just have to do some some wacky things for the next, I don't know, 12 or 18 months to get back on track. Um, let's go through the rest of the schedule here. So pr- t- this is to be confirmed. Again, I'm using the same language as this press release, Kyle. To be confirmed – June 15th to June 21st. That was originally U.S. Open Winged Foot Week. It's being listed as potential PGA Tour event, which is also what is listed in the original Open Championship spot in mid-July. It is what is also listed in the uh, previous Olympic competition week. So there are a few weeks in there that we could get regular PGA Tour events, presumably, uh, before we get to like the fall and this, this now fall season kicks into effect. Yeah. And again, like I, I just go back to, you know, with where we're at right now, I know it's only what April 6th, but with where we're at right now, does it just, does it feel feasible to have stuff back in like 70 days, 60 days, maybe. And you could, I guess, do it without fans or or whatever. But I just, I just have a lot of questions and that's why I keep, I keep going back to the masters is like, okay, that, that feels like, it could actually happen. Whereas the other stuff, it just, it, it feels like you're and and this is what they should be doing. It feels like the tour is like holding out hope of like, okay, well maybe if things turn dramatically and that's great. Like I hope that happens. It just doesn't seem realistic at this point in April. How would they even decide which events would fill those spots? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, are those events that we've already passed and postponed? Are they events that would normally happen in July and they just kind of shuffle their order around a little bit? I mean, I have no idea, Sean, how they would even, I mean, Kyle wants to go. Go ahead, Kyle. Well, I think, this out? I think they're just going to play one round of the players in each of there those slots <laughs> and finish it out over the course of six months. There you go. You know, Hideki still my champion. <laughs> Um, so what is, what is also interesting out of this is the FedEx cup playoffs, uh, basically unchanged, just moved back a week, right? I think everything's just kind of moved back a week. The tour championship now runs into, uh, labor day, which would be a nice, great birthday present for, for myself. But, uh, Sean, I I'm kind of under the assumption, like we're going with no fans. Like I, I, I think it's one thing to play these events. I think it's something completely separate to have. 40, 50, 70, 80,000 people out there. I know it's an open space. I know it's outside. I know everything else, but like, I'm, I'm cool with no fans. Let's play golf. Yeah. And I think that's what makes golf a little bit different. I mean, I know I, for one, I can't even fathom the idea of getting into a football stadium, like a hundred thousand person college football stadium right now. I think a no fan event obviously is very possible. I mean, the hard part is then the travel. I mean, I look at it just personally of going to some of these events. I was like, do I just try to drive somewhere? I mean, the idea of even getting on an airplane or going to an airport right now still does feel foreign and strange. So I do think 
that is why one reason why we have a long way to go and, and this stuff has been pushed so far in the future because I think forget gathering people together there's also just the logistics of people traveling and when are people going to feel comfortable doing that um those are all the questions the, on the plus side i think this late fall it's going to be great sweater weather and it's going to be i imagine just a lot of cold windy firm events where it's just going to be very difficult conditions and, and make for some compelling tournaments but yeah the idea of getting back on a plane and going to a golf tournament right now it just feels so foreign yeah, I just I don't see how in July or even September, I don't I don't see how you're in a different spot that you than you were in March during the players championship, right? Like even if you don't have fans, if 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 the virus still exists and there's no vaccine, how how is it how is it any different? I think that's the thing I keep going back to is like it 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 seems it, it just I I don't I don't know how this ends. I guess is what I keep going back to. Like what it, maybe golf is the sport that ends it and is like, okay, we're back. We're gonna try this out. But then if but but the thing about that is if one player, one caddy, one volunteer, one media member gets it, then that's a wrap. And so it just does. I, I don't know. The math just starts to not add up. So that's the okay. So that's the way I feel. Where I, I do think the PGA Tour could be the first the first sport back or one of the first sports back just because of kind of the way it's played. Your competitors don't necessarily have to touch each other. Like basketball to me, I think is in, in a lot of trouble. You're mentioning not even having the 20,000 people in an arena, but these guys who are sweating all over each other for three hours is probably not ideal for anything. Um, But golf could, could come back. Now, I guess, I guess that kind of leads to this, Sean is these dates. Um, are they far enough in advance? Like, why? Do, like, the tour does the tour have to do this? Does the does do the governing bodies have to do this? Where they just start putting dates on a schedule as kind of like, hey, these are our hopeful dates. These are the dates we're going to try to hit. But I assume all of this is still very fluid. That's the word we've been using for the last couple of weeks, over and over and over again. Are, are these just like placeholders? Like, how serious are we actually taking these dates? Yeah, real quick, not to bring it back to my boy Hideki, but if we keep doing that putting with the cup out where you just have to bang it against the cup, that definitely plays well for him. He's the best um, putter in the world. <laughs> <laughs> when you can just ram it against the cup, he is. Uh, yeah, I think that you just need targets, I think, to shoot for just as far as, uh, not even from a a standpoint of giving people something to hope for, but just you need an idea of when it's feasible to... Um, to play so that you know where you are in your process of like, all right, when do we start putting grandstands up? Uh, when do we start building this? When do we, you know, I mean, a tournament, especially a major championship, they usually have staff in place two years in advance. So they have very detailed and very long, you know, ramp up plans. And so I think you need those targets of like, well, when we need to start doing these different things. And you do just need something to aim for. Uh, and then I think if it's still, you know, it comes to October and we still can't play events, then I think it's you cancel, but I think it's easier to just have something to aim for and then cancel if need to, than just kind of live in this nebulous sort of unknown for forever. Yeah, I think that makes sense uh, because at some point, yeah, who's going to be the first to make the move? I think is is super compelling stuff. Um, all right, I think that's mostly it for the for the PGA calendar. Am I missing anything here, gentlemen? Gentlemen. Yeah, I've got something. Uh, I think that. So the Masters, the dates that they pick, that coincides mm-hmm. with the annual SEC football. Like everybody's going to play an FCS school this weekend. Like, <laughs> like that's the cupcake that, week? 
that that's week. That week, yeah. And I don't think that's an accident, right? Like that can't be an accident. So you're saying when those games are 70, 70 to zero blowouts, make sure you're watching the Masters. Yeah. So Al- Alabama plays like Coastal Stanford. Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just uh, it's it's a joke. But no, I I think that the Masters stuff. I mean, look, like there are. I think this was said earlier. There are bigger issues in the world, and sports is not among the biggest, but it is a big industry. And there's a lot of people that are out of work because all of this is going on. And a lot of people that are really excited about getting it back. And so if you were able to have a fall in October, November, in which you could play some of this stuff and it coincides with football being played now, how that's going to look, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's even feasible, but if it is somehow feasible, I think that's going to be an, just an unbelievable time that is di- so different from anything else that we've ever experienced in, in this industry. So I don't know. I, I'm hopeful for it. I remain a little bit dubious about some of the earlier stuff, but uh, if it comes back, it, it's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah, we've we've kind of just been saying let's embrace the weird, right? We know it's going to be weird. There, it's the t- the timing is going to be awkward. It's going to be up against things we've never seen it up against. Augusta might play different than we've ever seen. Weird. Embrace the weird for a year or two, and then maybe we can we can get back on track. But Sean, any other parting words about this schedule that uh, we might have missed here? I would just like to reinforce that I am in no way an official spokesperson of the BGA tour. <laughs> well, I've already, I've already said you are, I'm, I've already made a uh, disclaimer at the top. So now we're in trouble. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle knows more than I do. So the, uh, so the weekend of the masters, what is that? November 14th is the Saturday. Yeah. We've got, uh, the Citadel at Clemson. Oh, big game. We've got UMass at Auburn. Oh boy. We've got UT Martin at Alabama. My okay, what, water. What, of those three games, what's the combined total score of those three games? I think you're going to get a lot of like crossover wagering between will Alabama <laughs> win by more than Justin Thomas's third round score? <laughs> Stuff like that. It'll be sick. It'll be awesome. All right, gentlemen. Well, that was a lot of fun. Uh, we've got a ton of Masters Week content. We've got Ian Poulter. Coming up, go back and listen to Monday's episode where we rank all of Tiger's Masters victories. Quick, Sean, uh, favorite Tiger Masters year, go. Man, uh, (laughs) I have to go last year. Just What? I I mean, I think it it was most compelling when it was over and the whole celebration. But 97 was a blowout. Obviously, it was a historic, game-changing uh, when 2001, I recently did a podcast on that and it was like clinical. It was almost boring because the whole time it was close and it was between Duvall and Mickelson, but you knew he was going to win the whole time. 2005, he follows the chip in on 16 by bogeying the next two holes. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, 2019, it's his 15th major. It's the first one that he's won when he doesn't have at least a share of the 54 hole lead. It's, uh, which that's crazy to think about, but I don't know. I let Kyle go. Kyle's thoughts. Did- no, I already ranked him. Did you forget about O2? <laughs> O2 was boring. Uh, O2. That was yeah, I forgot about O2 actually. That was Reti- that was over Retief and uh see I don't even remember. Oh, VJ. VJ shot a 76 on Sunday. Retief shot a 74 and Tiger beat them both. I might go 97. I'm just going to go 97. Thank you. I think I, I, take, I take it back. We All did right. like yeah, 50 you, minutes on this. The, uh, the proper ranking, the proper ranking is 97. 
Because he did win by 12, which sucks the drama out of it. But at the same time, the whole time you're watching and you're just seeing this new phenomena. And so it is still enthralling television, even though there is no drama left in it. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, CBS is opening the vault and they're going to be airing Tigers 2019 Masters win on Sunday. On Saturday, you've got the 2004 Masters, that's Phil, and 1975 on Saturday as well, where Jack beats out Johnny Miller and Tom, Tom Weiskopf, so make sure to check those out. Gentlemen, always appreciate you hopping on. This has been another episode of The First Cut, and we'll talk to you next time.